Hi, and welcome to Air Graphics Podcast. My name is Ralph Kelly, the owner of Air Graphics, airbrushing and caricatures. This week is Bill Hall of BZ Joint. Bill is located in Japan. Bill been in Japan 26 years running his airbrush business. And Bill is originally from Alabama. Hey, what's up, Bill? What's happening, man? What's happening, dude? <laughs> All right. Man, I was texting the wrong dude, man. Yeah. How long how long did that conversation go before you like, oh, who is this? Yeah, exactly. I was like, man, I'm still waiting. I was talking to Chris because I asked Chris to join in with us. Uh, oh, Chris? Yeah. Okay. What's up, Chris? There he is right there. He just jumped up. Hey, hey, guys. How's it going? What's up, dude? Not much, man. How you been, Bill? Robert, was just hanging in here doing my thing. Still over here. <laughs> Living like a king, I bet. No, nah, no. Nah, I'm trying to, though. <laughs> Getting there. <laughs> yeah, for the, you, yeah, for the longest, man, I was sitting up there like, man, I just told Chris, I said, man, he ain't answered yet. I'm about to give up. Then I looked up <laughs> my last name. I'm like, man, I'm texting the wrong dude. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's all yeah. good though it's all good yeah so how's it going over there man man good good actually man you know since uh covid man everything was wiped out man but now it started popping off again man everything's coming back brother i'm, yeah. I'm happy as a, i'm happy as a pig in slop man <laughs> i hear that There's the world opening back up now yes sir man yeah japan just actually opened up two days ago to let visitors in so yeah that's good wow that's insane that's worse than Canada. <laughs> yeah. Man. So what so you been I, up to over there, Bill? Canada's still closed. It it's it has very high COVID restrictions. Oh, okay. You gotta right. go through some app. You gotta fill out paperwork. You gotta show negative on your COVID test. Really? Yeah, it's, wow. It's still the same. Yeah. That's crazy. So dude. how long you been? How, how long you been in Japan? Well, that's Chris. <laughs> he know. <laughs> Jeez. I'm, 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 about 26 years, man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> About I'm, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I've been in Asia maybe one two thirds of my life. Hey. You, you I'm, I'm 60 now. I'm 60 now. So. Yeah, military got out there. Uh, not really. Uh, but prior, yeah, prior military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The connection started with military. Yeah. 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 So I, I want to hold Force, you up. Huh? Oh, yeah, you, you're another Air Force person. I always get yeah. obsessed by the Air Force. Yeah, <laughs> we, can't, we can't complain, right? Nope. I don't deny it. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. were the smart ones. We knew we knew very well not to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. But you know what, man? I, I kind of wish I had joined the Navy, though, because they get to see a lot more countries than, than the Air Force people do. That's true. Yeah, That's yeah they thing. get to travel a lot. Yeah, man. So where are you originally from? Me, uh, grew up in Alabama. I was a prior military kid too, so we moved around a good bit until my dad settled down, and we were in uh, settled down in Alabama, where his where his home not his hometown, but near his hometown, and grew up mostly there. Oh, nice! Yeah, nice. man. So how did you find out about airbrushing? Did you find out? Oh, before check or this after? out. This, this this is my story now. So one day after school. I was going to the mall and uh, went there to the mall and was passing by this little this store. 
And I saw this little, saw this white cat, man. He was he was in the store, and he was like just you know painting, you know, with airbrush. I'm like, damn, Grace, what's this guy? So I sat there and watched him four hours, dude, four hours, just to say. And then I said, and said, damn, that's what I want to do, right there. Wow, <laughs> right then and there, huh? Right there, right then and there. I said, that's what I want to do. And then I went and started buying the equipment. And maybe three or four months in, I was like, damn, I can't do this. And so I was almost about to give up. But I said, nah, let me put in a two. Because, I mean, I was kind of lazy, too, you know. So I decided, so let me just put in some, some so like, two or three good hard weeks. You know, every day just pumping it out and see what I can do. And then after that, I was just, oh, that's all she wrote. That's history, bro. That's where it all started. Wow. Man, what year was that? <laughs> I can't remember. I ain't that, trying to, I ain't I, trying to I, age I, you, man. But I, I, you I graduated. Know. I graduated in 1980, so it had to be somewhere maybe, maybe 81 or so. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I ain't trying to. I ain't trying to date you or nothing like that. It's just like. That's oh, all right. It's all like, good, man. Like how long I, you been I, in the I'm business? I'm happy to be you know 60, man. Oh, that's a blessing. I'm the time of my life right now. It's a blessing. Yes, sir. So yeah. maybe if I was back back there. You know, then maybe I was I might not have made it, man, because I, you know, since I since I was since I've been in the military and moved out, moved away, man. I'm I'm kind of you know thinking maybe if I was there, because most of my friends, man, you know, back in the hood, you know, they just like they either you know dead or in jail or something, man. You know, they're not yeah. doing as good as they would want to be, right? So I'm thinking I might be yeah. one of those cats. So I'm glad I did what I did when I did it. Yeah, I think we got it yeah. Yeah. That's nice. But it's been, hey, yeah, so but it's been, hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nice experience, man. I, I wouldn't, you know, uh, when I was there uh, in Alabama, uh, you know, my first thing was I really wanted to go to school for college. My pop said, hey, hey, son, you know, I don't think you can make any money uh, doing art. So, you know, I think you better just, you know, take a trade and you know you know get that under your belt and you can do your thing so i said uh okay because you know he was gonna pay for college and he said okay but i'll pay for your trade school so i i, I opt out and, and did my trade school thing got out of trade school and like in computers you know you know you didn't you know back then the computers was a whole room you know what i mean yeah yeah that, yeah that's how old it was that, that that's how the beginning it was the computer was a whole room so you know, I started with that, and then, you know, after I finished school, didn't really get a job in it, and, you know, that was the start of everything that I, you know, got into, so, hey, it is what it is. I'm making money with art now, so I'm happy. Yeah, so you kind of, you pretty much self-taught. You didn't, you didn't have anybody to, to show you. Nah, no, 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 I, 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 I just, you know, watched a lot of people and, and fought a lot of people, and that's where I got, you know, my own. I guess my own flavor, you know, with doing art. And so, you know, no, I, 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 I do have a lot of people that I, I, I can recognize and, and say they gave me some, uh, some, uh, I guess, some tips as, you know, watching them, right? So it's all good, though. Yeah, self-talk yeah. mostly. No yeah, that's, that's, that's a good thing. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, yeah. So what, whatever, so what brush did you start out with? A badger, man. The Badger, Badger single single action. Yeah. You know, that was the oldest, oldest one, man. And I started off with that, you know. And then 
that kept reading and finding magazines. So back then, the only thing you could find was airbrush, an airbrush. I think I've got the magazine name, but it, you had like three airbrush magazines, airbrushing and uh, airbrush action, and then one more there was, right? And at that time, I was looking at airbrush, airbrush something. And uh, and I started looking through references and found the, the advertisement for Pache. And once I had a badger, because I didn't really like it, because it wasn't doing what I wanted to do. And I said, well, let me try this right here, as I got the, the uh, Pache. And I used Pache for years, man, you know, at least seven or eight years. And then after that, graduated to Thayer Chandler, Thayer Chandler to Omni, Omni to Wata. And now I'm using a Japanese style of, not Japanese, Chinese style of uh, Wata brand. And it works pretty good. So, you know, I guess it's not always the airbrush itself is the technique, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's the yeah. driver. It's not the car, yeah, it's the driver. The driver, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm satisfied with it, with what I'm using now. So it's good. Yeah. I'm still using Iwata, though, you know. And, uh, yeah, I four. think everybody pretty much converted over to Awadas. Yeah, I see you put that little tang on that Awata. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's how we do. You know, when you're over in this kind of country, you, you got to try to talk the lingo, right? <laughs> yeah, Awata. yeah, I see Awata. you had that little tang on there. <laughs> I'm sure you picked up a lot more than I have. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But actually, not as much you think as, as you would think, though. And I don't really care. <laughs> I'm doing what I'm doing and happy. I speak enough Japanese to, to get myself in trouble, and that's enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I, I wondered if it was hard to, like, uh, you know, how would you communicate to get to – because we have that a lot with Hispanics. Like, here, we, like, they don't speak English, so we have to, like, try to work it out. Yeah, but, but you, you know, know what? I think, yeah, I think, though, with, with the Japanese, man, they've been studying English for years and years and years and years and years and years. So – a lot of them have a lot of basicness, you know, basic structure with English, but they don't speak it. And that's the issue, you know. I think the schooling system is kind of, I don't want to say, it's not conducive for them to speak English. It's good for them to learn it and understand it, but not good for speaking. And yeah. so that's why they have so many English teachers over here. Because they need native speakers to kind of coach or, or tutor students to speak English better. Yeah. Teachers can't do it. Yes. Yeah. And I did that for a long time, too. So I taught English over here at least at least 18 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, conversational English, you know. And, and, and that, that's, a, that's, that's a fairly decent job within itself. So, you know. You know, all those times were good, too. Yeah. So, um, did you open up a shop in the United States first? Nope. I always worked on events, usually. That was my, my thing back then because my thing was, you know, I was always didn't have enough confidence to open a shop, basically, right, you know, back in the States. But I was always hustling, so I decked my van out you know, to work mobile, right? And I would just go around and do events all the time. And so that worked out for, fine for me for a while, right? Uh, 
Uh, but then everybody else said, where you at? Where you at? Where you at? You know, I never could give them, you know, a basic, you know, stationary point. And, you know, that was just my thing that was, that was lacking, I think, you know. So, no, never did open a shop. Yeah. yeah. But you just did a, a live events all the time. I mean, that's... Say now. You just did a lot of live events. Yes, 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 yes. And I love I love doing those. Those to me that was really you interact with the crowd and you and you like meet a lot of different people, man. It, it's great, man. It's like it's like, you know, being an artist, you know, like a singing artist or something like that. So it's always fun, you know. Almost yeah. like a street performer. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That that's basically what it is, I think. Yeah. And I love that kind of stuff. I mean, I go and watch street artists all the time. Whatever they're doing. I mean, they, they could be, you know, doing the, the, the can spray stuff. Man, I'll sit there for like, you know, an hour or so just watching the cats just put that stuff together. You got that's other crazy, artists right? that do other things, man. I mean, I'm serious. That's how, that's how you know, convicted I am about that kind of business. Is And, and I wanted to travel around the world to do that. But, like, you know, you got to have a lot of money all the time, you know. So if you ain't making bank, you know, you got to, like, settle down and kind of, figure out a direction you want to go. So, you know. Anyway, yeah. you got to take so much equipment with you. Yeah. yeah. And you had to set up all of your van. You had to, so you just had to pull up and just set it yep. up and just and go from there. Yep, yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So did you ever work for somebody else or? or yeah, yeah. I, I worked you? for, I worked with, the, when I was in Hawaii, I worked with Dennis Matherson. Ah, yeah. I know Dennis. Yeah. We was friends for a long time, man. And, and I, I was in Hawaii, and, and I would, I wouldn't, I didn't actually really work for him, but I would go in and do festivals with him and work in his shop to do banners and other kind of stuff, you know, when when he needed me. And that was like, you know, on a part-time basis. And I was good with that. That was fun. I mean, I, I enjoyed that a lot. So that's actually the only person I ever really worked with, you know. As, what what as year? Another person. What year yeah. were you was in Hawaii? Um, this was from 92, 90, 93, no, 93 to 97. Okay. I was in Hawaii, 85, 86, uh, 91. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Hey, so, yeah, yeah. so let me ask something. Did you ever do Aloha Stadium? Uh, I went to the flea market. Yeah, flea that's market what I'm saying. Aloha, Aloha Stadium. Stadium. Yeah. Yeah, Aloha Stadium, and then uh, I used to work at um, uh, down in International Marketplace. Yeah, that's where the money was actually. International Marketplace was the joint, man. They had one airport shop right there on the main street, uh, Kalakaua Avenue, and uh, I knew like two or three three artists, and I was always trying to get in there, right? But you know, I guess you know with this you know skin color, they like, nah, we ain't having y'all there. But <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know, I, they I, didn't like they didn't like us yeah. over there. I figure I figured that that's that's the only reason I could think they wouldn't let me in. So I'm like, okay. Anyway, yeah, they I mean, like us over there. yeah, man. So I just left it alone. And and I and I and I, what I did was I transitioned from doing airbrushing to doing caricatures. Now that's when I started caricatures. Actually, I started starting caricatures back in the states, right before I joined the military. Uh, this this cat I knew in Huntsville, Alabama, his name was Don Howard. You can look him up, man. This guy was the he was the bomb at the first that I know, right? He did stuff for Disney and so on, right? So 
I kind of like went under his wing and started learning how to do characters a little bit there. Then when I went to Hawaii, of course, I jumped back into doing airbrushing. But also, when they wouldn't let me in, you know, I talked to the, the character guys there. And a few of them, like, I was kind of leery about letting me in to do the thing. But finally, one cat just said, hey, man, you're going to do it. Because he needed time off to do other things. So he said, okay, if you can make money, you're going you're gonna to do your thing. And I did. And I had a good time. So characters, when I started doing characters, that's when I started doing characters. And I've uh, been doing them ever since. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an easy craft. Oh, yeah. And once oh, yeah. you get it, once you get it, it's an easy craft. Yes, exactly, exactly. Once you get experience now with it, yeah, you'll know how to deal yeah. with it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you still do caricatures uh, over there? Yes, sir. I, I got a party this coming weekend, man. A, a live party. It's uh, we got like two, 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 three hundred people that's supposed to be coming, supposedly. Then we got to, I got to, I, I, me and I hired another guy, another Japanese cat that's gonna come down. And he's gonna help me do do that party, you know. And they and they pay pretty good too. So you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what's happening. Should be fun. Man, I love their style. <laughs> yes, man. They, they, they're. You know, there's one guy. There's one guy who I used to work with and calls Karaka Japan. His name was Kagi, a Japanese cat, but he lived in America for a long time, and maybe eight or nine years. And he was one of the top artists in the caricature, you know, sector. I mean, this is world worldwide. He had won awards and everything. So when he came back, he opened up his caricature business. And he had, at one time, he had like 28 different locations and maybe a hundred and something artists working for him. Wow. And, uh, but, but COVID came down, knocked a lot of that stuff down. So he has, he willed it, he willed it down to around 11 now locations. And, uh, you know, he, he was a cool cat. I mean, he had his, he has, he has, I mean, like, he was top notch artist, caricature artist. That's for sure. I can't think of his name. The one, uh, Ka- 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 Kayoshi? Ka- Man, it's Kagi. Like K. Yeah, K-A-G-E. He, uh, he, this one is K. Uh, he did a character for me. Uh, it's K-O-S-U-H-K-E, it looks like. I can't really? think of his okay. name. But yeah, uh, he, was doing, uh, he was doing characters for $30. Or so he had a little sale going on. So if you oh, can yeah, jump okay. in and catch him. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. What was it? Was it in America or in Japan? Is it? Uh, I believe it was in Japan. I believe he is. No, I'm saying when he did your character, where was he? Uh, I believe it was in Japan. I think he was just doing them online, and he'll uh, email them to you. Oh, really? That's cool. And that's good business too, man. Right now, I'm developing my website so I can do all that kind of stuff, the online stuff, man. That's the way yeah. to go. You know, if you if you ain't doing stuff online, man, I'm like you're missing out, bro. So, so I, I'll, I'm advising everybody to learn how to manipulate the internet to do to sell your goods and your art service, man. It's yeah, crazy. that's Chris. That's Chris every day. I'm working on my website. I'm working on my yeah. Facebook page. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, well, see, though, I got something to talk to you about that too. So, I, I, I've been studying the this new. I gotta say new, but uh, but a new uh, business called funnel funnel business. You ever heard of that? Uh-uh. What? Oh, 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 I got something for you. And you're going to make a lot more money. Because I'm going to show you how to do it. You know, after we, after we get off the podcast, we're going to talk a little bit more. And I'm going to show you or tell you how you can 
use funnel, which is a way of advertising that that nurtures and gets your clients. Okay. Um, basically, it's it's called a funnel. And the reason why it's called a funnel is because how you process your customers once you get them in your group or in your your uh, I guess uh, how do you say your email list, then you start teaching them about what you do, and as you do that, then all you have to do is sending them stuff every day, and everything is automated. So once you you do that, you can create something where people buy from you all the time. Automatic. What are they buying? Oh, caricatures, whatever, they, whatever you're selling. Oh, okay, okay. And and the thing is, is so if you now, now and I know Ralph, I know you already got this. So I'm gonna show you how to you can use your courses in a funnel to make you more money. You feel me? Ooh. Yeah. So. Yeah. So the funnel business is is where you you need to focus on a little bit more now. If you didn't know it, that's why I'm I'm doing it as a business myself. You know, di a digital marketing business, right? So coupling digital marketing with your online art is all the only way to go now. Since since COVID came about, so then that way you won't be affected by the economy or by even not having business. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And so that's yeah. that's what I'm teach that's what I'm teaching now is myself as a service. Offering it as a service. Yes, sir. Well, well, hey, that's that's cool. That's that's different. So yeah, yep. we'll take a listen to it, see what you got. Yes, I got sir. that's we something that um the last person I talked to, uh she has a she have a studio where she let people come in and give classes. So I thought about doing it with her, uh getting with her uh, about uh going and doing like a character class or a digital character class or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm serious. I'll I, I, I explain everything to you. It's, it's such, and then, because you already got the stuff already. I know you do. Because I bought from you already. Yeah, yeah. You bought a, you bought one of my DVDs. Yes, yes. Hey. You already have it already. So all you need to do is is uh, manipulate it so that what you're going to do is, uh, is put it in a funnel and then and then figure out how you get people within your i guess your loop right and then once you do that then people will start buying from you all the time ah cool yes sir because i know it's a it is the way of the world now is to be online yes sir facts facts yeah. so uh I find it a bit overwhelming yeah you find it overwhelming oh yeah because you're always on there trying to figure it out I think it's just a. I think sometimes I think it's just a look. No, no, I think no, no, it's no, luck. no, no, no. It's the it's the knowledge. You got you got to get in a certain group that teaches you exactly what you need to do. And I'm gonna be I'm in that group now. So I'm gonna teach you exactly what you need to do to do it. It is not it's not hard. Once you figure that out, man, the the sky's the limit. These cats these cats are seriously when they're doing this. They're clearing five to ten grand a month. <coughs> you feel me? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I like I said, once once you get a whiff of it and you kind of understand it, then I'm sure you're gonna you're gonna gravitate to it, and you can still do the same thing you're doing right now, and nothing changes. You know, because there's no like more, I said, there's no more effort, or or you don't have to put 
I've heard you, nope. you got to put some more effort into it. Of but. course, of course. But but once you get the basics down, it's easier to apply for so many other different things in your business. Or, and better yet, you can start teaching other people how to do the same thing, and you still going to make money. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. That's the deal. Wh- oh, we're going to talk about it then. So, oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I'd be glad to, man. So we never got around to uh, what's the name of your company? Bees Joint. Bees Joint. Yeah, Bees Joint. It just stands for Bill's Place, Bill's Spot, <laughs> Bill's Flavor, Bill's Style, Bill Whatever. Whatever, huh? It's Bill's Place. That's it. That's it. All day, twenty four seven. I've been calling no. it Bees Joint. <laughs> yeah, now, yeah. People, yeah, and it's okay. I, I, I get it. But Bees just stands for Bill. So Bill's Place, Bill's Spot, Bill's Flavor, Bill's Style, whatever. So, uh, what was the name of the company? That so it's always been that name, or are you always been there. That over there forever, ever, and ever. Nice. So, uh, what do you feel is your specialty? Uh, I would say, I would say doing caricatures plus lettering. Your lettering, my style of lettering, of course. Yeah, is it, is it very much competition over there? Um, not really, not in the style that I do it in, you know, they have a lot of, they have a few Japanese artists that do it, but they don't do it, you know, they don't have the cultural background and the imagination that comes from, coming from that culture, you know, and so there's not many people doing that. They do have a lot of airbrush artists doing airbrushing, right, but not like what I do. Uh, what is theirs different? How's theirs different? They're, because they, their culture is different. Okay. What they, what their style and what they portray in their art, base is based mostly on their culture. So they they have a good following for that, but when it comes to you know developing other ideas based on another culture, it's not as good. So would you say your style is more like a, a hip hop? Yep, of course. Okay. Of course. My background, bro, you know, this is where I come from, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any uh, artists over there, Japanese artists, that have influenced your work? Uh, No, not really. (laughs) You're like, I'm not impressed. (laughs) No. I mean, I I see they, 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 now, now, one thing they do do, Japanese artists, is they're really meticulous about detail. So when it comes to photorealistic paintings, they are absolutely fabulous. Right? And world renowned, they have this one guy, his name is Chuta. C H U U T A. He is world renowned as an airbrush artist. And Soriyama, you know he had books and stuff, man. I remember yeah, back he's the one that 80s. did the robots, right? Yeah, yeah. Back in back in the '80s, man, I was like just just flabbergasted by, you know, his his work, man. And I've never met him here or saw him. I don't even know. I don't know if he's. I hope he's still alive, but I've never <laughs> known him. Or I think he's. I think he's in America though. Even though he's Japanese, he has a Japanese name, but I think he lived in America. Mm-hmm. And but the other guy, the only guy, uh, only other guy that I really like is two guys, but. He is world renowned. His name is Chuta. 
C-H-U-U-T-A. Now, as far as designs, mm. are you still like a, a Americanize your designs or? Yep, yep. I, 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 I'm never going to change. Because what I find, though, is people like what you like. And even if they don't, you're going to have that market that likes what you like. And that's your business. Yeah. That's your yeah. demographic. So you keep doing what you're doing, and you're always going to have something. Now, besides that, if you're versatile, then you can do other things too, but stick to your, stick to what you're good at. And you'll still have business all the time. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure you have built over the years, you got you a good clientele base already. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I get steady, steady work from, from dance groups all the time. Yeah, that's yeah. Hip hop's big over there. Yeah, I love hip hop. I, I would think our culture is big over there. It, it oh, is. Big. It is. It is. It is. Tremendously big. I'm doing. I'm. I also, you know, besides doing art, I also do promotion work. You know, promotional entertainment, basically. So, I work with clubs and 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 entertainment sector to provide, you know, airbrush stuff, you know, and art. Because I'm also getting into, you know, iPad work, iPad work for graphic logo designs, flyer designs, all that kind of stuff. Nice. So, um, so do you do? So do you still do any? Um, you still do parties since you have your? Oh yeah. Or you? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I actually I just started with a, a club. Now it's not a club, but it's kind of like a sports bar. And I'm and I just started maybe about two weeks ago. I put my I'm putting my shop within that bar, within that restaurant slash sports bar slash club. When I when I first started, when I first came to Japan, uh, I think I don't know if Chris remember, but there was Gas Panic. And if if he remembers that, Gas Panic was was a club in Yokohama where I'm at now, where I got my first start. The manager was a, still a good friend of mine. We still work together on different projects. But what he did was he gave me my first start to let me work in clubs. Mm-hmm. And uh, clubs have never been really a moneymaker, but it always has been a promotional thing, exposure. You know, and then when I'm getting the clubs, I always get spillover business, was what I call it. And that means, that means when I go there, I do my thing, I make a little money. But the thing is, after that, People call me and say, hey, Bill, I want you to do this. I want you to do that. This would be sign work. could be banner work. could be shutter work. could be wall work, you know, you know, car work. It doesn't matter. I've always got helmet work, you know, things on leather, all that kind of stuff. So I'm always getting, you know, spillover. I call it spillover business. That's good. So you stay, you're, you're constant busy. Yes, yes. Now, yeah. COVID was, COVID was, a, was an eye-opener. Um, because I was not online, I was not, I had pushed online business, everything was, you know, face-to-face, you know, and festival-oriented, party-oriented, but then, uh, since when COVID came, I had to restructure everything, so I started studying about how to, how to market online, and found uh, a few, you know, platforms, and a few uh, I guess uh, courses that taught me, you know what what I know now. Yeah, because that's that's basically when I started the podcast. Everybody was at home, 
nothing to yeah. do. I'm like, right. well, you know, I'm gonna start it and ask people what you know, what do they do to evolve your business right. because COVID changed everything. There's no yes, sir. You know, so, it did. It did. So that was the, one of the main purposes I start the podcast. Yeah, that's I cool. That's people, cool. Uh, I'm glad you did. How did they glad evolve? You did. Yeah. Did you get your, I, I sent you the link for you to check out, man. That's some, that's some good information on those too. What's again now? I said, um, I sent you the link with all of them on there. I mean, that's some good okay. information on all of them. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll go back and review them all. Yeah. So, have you ever uh, collaborated with any artists? Who, like, is there is a base there, right? Do you do any uh, military, military base, people yeah. still? Yeah. Still yeah. come check you out. I don't. I don't actually do business with the base anymore because the base's business is really, really down. So ever since you know, when Chris Chris used here, then when it when he just when Chris left, after Chris left, there was I mean there it already going down, but then it went way down. Like the the population of the base, you know, there was you know uh, I remember when I first started working in the base, and I, we had a shop there. You know, we would clear at least, you know, $600, $800, you know, on a weekend, you know. And then, you know, when the war started back in the day, then another war started back in the day. And a lot of people were shipping out. A lot of the jobs were cut off. So a lot of the personnel never came back. So the population of the base just went, yeah, to the nose down. Yeah. I remember when I was there, they built that new BX. I remember that. Right, right, right. Then you had to adjust because... You know, you couldn't make enough money, man. They was they were trying to gouge you a little bit, gouge you a lot from making money there, right? So you had to pay them mostly, mostly, mostly duckies when you made it. So oh yeah, said, the BX is notorious for that. Yeah, so I just said, nah, I'll just I just tried to transition from there to go stuff off base, and that's when I started looking into festivals and things, right? And that's when I started doing those kind of things, along with the club stuff. So do you travel all around uh, Japan? I did before, but COVID cut all that out too. Right. But right. now I'm getting I'm getting back to that. So right now, I, honestly, this this year in September, this past month, everything started to open up. I mean, mm -hmm. people started doing festivals because of, there was no festivals the last three years. I mean, zero. Damn. Yeah. So so right so money was like. <laughs> you know and so with that being said you had to like oh damn what am i going to do and so that's when you say hey you got to regroup that's when i started studying online and stuff and uh now that i study online now i got two ways three ways to come back and not worry about if the economy goes down don't have to worry about the economy you know disrupting the funds that you make you know what i mean so that, that, you, got another, that, you got another way to do do business. That that makes a person stand out when 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 it hits, when yeah. the trials hit. Yeah. If you can if you can stay above water, and work your way past it. Yep. The turmoil. Yeah. You you be all right. Yeah. And, and now we're gonna be all right. So I, I I figure that now. And I'm gonna teach everybody else I can that comes along that wants to know, what the same thing I know. So. So tell me, how did you uh, able to market this? Uh, your navigate your way through the COVID, being that there's a language barrier. How'd you work that out? Um, actually, it's not really a language barrier because most of the stuff right now, because you got 
Google, and all this other stuff, you work it through, work your way through almost anything, especially in Japan, because they study English from like elementary school. Okay. So a lot of them know English; they just can't speak it. So if you write stuff down, or you being able to, you know, type stuff out and tell people about what you want and what you do, you can you can communicate easily. You know, I, I I'm gonna agree with you on that because the times I was there, I was only there for three years. Yeah, and we would go off base quite a bit. McDonald's mm. always right, and I can count on one hand the number of times they got my order wrong. But yeah. here you come back to the United States, don't go through the drive-through; they're gonna mess you over every time. <laughs> I'm like, Are these people don't even speak English, but they understand when I say no ketchup, right. there's no ketchup. Okay. That's crazy, man. It's crazy. Have, you, have you been back? Nope. I have been back. Actually, <laughs> right before COVID, I had planned on coming back, going to the States. And uh, and just, yeah, it just wiped everything out. Because that time I had like maybe, I had like 10 different events. That I was gonna do that would have brought some really substantial amount of money, and they just like everything was gone just like that, and that and that's what I was planning on using to come back at the time, but now things are good, they, so maybe March, hopefully March or April, then I'm gonna come back and spend a month, you know, first with my family for about a week. And then I'm running around see y'all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch all y'all. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna come visit y'all everywhere because none of y'all cats. I, I've been trying to get you know Malcolm right, Malcolm McCray. Yeah, yeah, Malcolm, good, good, good people, man. I'm trying. I was trying to before COVID. I was trying to get him to come over, you know, to do what he does, you know, uh, with his business. But COVID, like I said, came and just wiped everything out. But now that things coming back. I'm going to start inviting artists that want to come over here and make some money, you know, come over in and, and, and get down. You know what I mean? Because there's a yeah. market. I mean, Japan is big and there's a lot of places that you can do business. So, you know, if you want to come over, I'll be glad to host you and we can do some stuff together, man, for sure. Ooh, man, I, I got a passport appointment tomorrow. Yeah. I, I invited uh what's his guy the guy from Australia, uh Javier I guess the guy that did the caps was real, real influential uh, doing caps Ergo. huh? Ergo, Ergo, yeah that's Ergo, Ergo. yeah yeah that's his name that's his name. I invited him to come up one time, but I he he was like mm, I don't know and so on so I'm like okay, well it's all it's all good you know yeah yeah. So tell us, uh, what do you offer in your business that we don't, we don't, we haven't talked about? Oh, mostly, I guess you would say, uh, the digital marketing part. How you, how you can, you know, use your business, uh, your airbrush skills, to uh, do business on the outside. So here's here's something I don't think nobody no nobody thinks about. Airbrushing itself is like you said street art so it's entertainment basically yeah 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 you understand yes okay so what you do how you make money with that entertainment wise is you create a localized uh flyer which is a service i provide okay 
So what I do, I, I circle within a local area and I get advertisers to place their ad in a pamphlet that I design. And when I go to the station, you know, there's train stations everywhere in Japan, right? So once you get permission to set up at a station, I can go out and airbrush and paint, do caricatures, do balloons, do hats at the station and just give them away. Why? Because the customers, the clients, have already paid me. Uh, so you're handing their their business. It's like, right. So like you, my, my yeah. thing is getting leads for them. My thing is finding a way that I can get information about their business into Ouch. customers' hands. And Chris, yeah. you know, when you were here, Chris, you know, when you were here, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever you go to a station, you always have people passing out tissue or something, right? Yep. And people get tired of that. But if you see somebody that doing art or somebody doing singing or what, they stop and they sit around and they watch, you know, and they're in, they enjoy that entertainment part. So that's the business that I offer. And I call it uh, direct response advertising. Wow, me. Yeah. That's definitely one way to do it. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. And I, I don't think many air, airbrush artists, you know, have thought of it that way. But basically, is is entertainment, you know. And so, if you can formulate where you can talk to local areas and you find a good spot, you know, you can get people to advertise within a localized area for those customers because every customer, what they need, they need customers. They need more people. Yeah. And if they can't go out and pass out some kind of flyer. Some kind of they don't do advertisement in a magazine or on TV or on radio. How are they gonna get the information out? They, they can't. So you put you position yourself where you get them to put their advertisement within something that you create, and then all you have to do is go out there and set up. In America, man, I used to go out on the street and just paint anyway, just make money. But I never thought about as as a as an advertising mechanism. And now I I know it will work because I've done it now already. Yeah, I, I get that. I yeah. get what I get where you're coming from. Right. Because like and, here, uh, it's, it's, it's it's you can do that, but here they want permits. You can't they, really permit. You can't just set up without a permit. Right. Well, in in Japan, you can't you can't either. You can't even sail on the street. So, um, but you can get permission to pass out stuff. Right, and all you have to do is, and all you have to do is go to the local, local, local police station, and then they say, "Look, I want to do this here. I want to pass out flyers here on this day, at this time, and you pay like two thousand yen, which is like twenty. What is that? Okay. Like twenty dollars. And then you, once you do that, you, you gonna, you, like I said, if you got localized advertising, they already paid your fee, so you can, you can create anywhere from maybe eighty, eighty, eight hundred dollars." To like two thousand dollars for uh, for maybe a three hour four hour day work. You feel me? Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it. So yeah. and and that's been working out for you for what? How many years yeah, have you been doing it? No, no. I, I actually I've been doing it for like a couple of months now. So fine. The idea the idea was started up like four or five years ago. But never really had a chance because the COVID came, you know, and took all that opportunity away, right? Yeah. 
And yeah. now that I now that I, I got my chance to go back, I, I know it works already because I've I've been doing it sampling just to see if it can work. And every time I do it, I get the same response. So I know it will work. Yeah, because everybody to to be able to get the um like some people like can't get their information out and it's right exactly having you exactly. is an easier way of doing it. Right. And see, here, here's the thing. And this is what I learned in direct marketing. Every company, every business, every single entity that wants business needs leads. That's true. And if, and if they can't get it on their own, they just might as well hire somebody to do it. That's why they get people to pass out flyers. But people don't like taking flyers all the time because it's, 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 it's uh, annoying. In Japan, do you add it? So, do it. Do you add it to your artwork? Yes, of course, of course. And that way, you you're now you're basing yourself. Now you have three or four other different businesses along with that. Now you got like an ad agency in a sense, right? Then yeah. you got your own service where you do artwork, right? You know, and then after that, you I mean, you could expand it to do other things too. Video marketing, you know, you use all that stuff you do, you always tape it, right? You build your YouTube channel, you build your TikTok channel, you build your you know, Instagram channel by being able to film. So then you have somebody filming you as you do your stuff and you're building content. So you're making three, three, three ways you're, you're doing, you're doing several different businesses at one time. Yeah, you just answered a question I was about to ask you is how you do, how do you collect all this video? But you just answered by saying that. You have somebody there being the videographer while you're yeah, working. Yeah, or, or or you just set up you set up a tripod right now. And if you if you had a camera, I would show you. I have like five or six tripods. You go to the little secondhand store, you pick them up for like for five dollars, right? Yeah. And you 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 break it out where you you just attach your phone to it with some Velcro tape, and you can like shoot anything, any video, just like a real video. Without the expensive cameras and stuff, and you can rotate it, you can do all kinds of stuff with it, right? And so that's my that's my my editing stuff right there. Then you get software where you can put all the stuff together. Yeah, I think that's the issue I have is uh, I want to do all that you talk about, right? But I don't know where to begin, especially with video editing and all that. I can tell you that, bro, real quick. <laughs> all right, don't we'll worry. talk on the side. I got, I got the answer for you. All you gotta do is ask. I'm here. All right. Yeah. Are you I, on I, Facebook Messenger much? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll start. We'll start communicating that way because I know there's a there's a big time difference. Yeah. What time yeah, is it? Yeah, a big time difference. <laughs> right now, right now it is ten fifteen on Wednesday. Wednesday. A.M. No, A.M. Yes. Yeah, it's A.M. Okay. It is A.M. Yeah. So okay. So uh, do you paint alone or do you have any helpers with you? No, uh, right. I, I've been painting loans since I've been since I've been in Japan almost. So me and Chris worked together a couple times, and I had two other guys. One guy was from Vietnam. He helped me a little bit, but he moved back. He's actually from from uh, France, but he moved to Vietnam and a couple other places. He's doing tattoos now. But Chris and this other guy was the only two people that I've ever really kind of worked with. Yeah, and I gotta say again, I gotta put this on record again before you build it up. I want to thank you for that opportunity you gave me because uh, once I once I 
took that spot for you at the BX that yeah. first time. I was like, yeah, okay, this might work. And uh, then a few nope. weeks later, I did it again, or a few months later, I did it again. I was like, yeah. You, you said, hot damn, this. hot damn, yeah. that's it. Yeah, I was just <laughs> This is too easy. Yeah, it's man. almost easy to take candy from a baby. You know what? When I when I first when I first started doing it, I I, I mean really really doing it back in the day when when business was good. Man, I felt like a drug dealer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so like, you know? you know, I was so much money. I was so much money. I was so much money. I was so I was so much money. I was so much money. And, and I don't know about anybody else, but there's one time I did this one this one uh, event, and it was a sales event at a department store, okay? And um, it was like 10 days, 10 days or so, right? I cleared almost $20,000 in those 10 days. That means, that's 20000 U.S. dollars, not yeah, yen. Oh, well, yes, exactly. Okay. okay. And But, it, of course, in yen, you know. It, it, it translates into yen. Back time, back that time, yen was almost like 108 or 109, or was close to a, even, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and I was like, damn, you know, I felt like a drug dealer. I said, so okay, I can do this. I just got to figure out, you know, how I get around the language barrier to explain that to other people. And I've worked. I've tried to work with different. I guess you would say managers in a sense. To try to help me doing that business, but man, these all these cats have their own agenda. Yeah. You know, they don't see the business like you see it, right? So yeah, you can you can explain it to them and tell them this is the way you proceed to make it work for you, but they they don't see it, and so that in that case, I've had like maybe six or seven people that I tried to work with in that sense. And none of them could see the picture that, that I see. So yeah. it doesn't really work out, right? Yeah, so. I, I did a, I did, a, I used, when I was drawing caricatures at the Rainforest Cafe, I right. did spring break. I did 17, when I looked at the receipts and did all the receipts, I did yeah. $17,000 in two weekends. Sweet, just, sweet. Just sitting there. You be like, you be like, you be like, drawing hey, people really? left and right, like, I'm like, man, and I was and I was working in the plants. I'm like, man, I ain't never going back. Say that. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. I was like, wait, dude, if I it's could do just this, so easy. Yes, man. I'm telling. But you know what? It's 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 easy, but it's the passion behind it that makes you feel good because you're doing something you love, right? Yeah. And then they be like, you know, you you can't. can't can't trade that for anything you know what i mean so yeah yeah, yeah. That's something, and, and and it's it's something you making money off of something that you love to do yes and you know what it's just like and this it's like money out of thin air because everything that comes out comes up from your mind right yeah the only thing you do, you're just using tools to put it to something you feel me yeah, you're putting yeah. tools or you, that your imagination is where, where it all starts, and so you're just taking whatever's in your mind and just expressing it in different forms. Man, I have so much in my head still that I haven't even put out yet. Yep, I, I feel I got lazy. I got a little lazy now, so I don't really do as much as I used to, right? Well, but let's if, get you back inside it, brother, so then you man, can make it. 
Yeah. If I was to release it, I would I would be okay. I tell you what, you know what? I and I, I so one thing I liked that about what Malcolm did. Malcolm, what he did was all his sketches and all his he just put out a book. He put a book out. And I'm telling you, any that's Chris, that's you, and and especially you, Ralph. I'm just saying, you. I can show you how you can create an ebook, right? And you can put it out, and you can make thirty, forty thousand a month just by Man, doing I, that, using the funnel. If, if you knew how much content I I have, uh, because I believe in taking pictures of everything, videos yeah. of everything. Yes. I, I can yeah. imagine. I can imagine. I have, I have content beyond content. Right. So so then, like I said, everything you already have, all you have to do is sit down and put it to put it in some kind of succinct situation where you can do in several different. You can have like four or five different things right now. I know you can. Right. And all you have to do is, is learn how yep. to put it in in a format and then you can sell it online without even any paper. Everything yeah. is, is on digital. Everything is digital. And you make it you make it bank off that. Residual income. Ding 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 ding. You said the right word right there. That's it right there. It's not residual income. You gotta work. That's the key. No, no, it's already made. Everything yep. that I have is already made. Now that's it. And that's why so you you'll it's, you'll make it's it's you, like royalties. Yeah, it's like it's done already. All you yeah. have to do is just put it out. Yeah, that's it. That's and it. And sit back. That's it. The work has already you, been done. I'll I, and I'll tell you how to do it too. That's no lie. It ain't hard. Cause I have so. nothing but content on. I have like I don't even want to say. It. I got so yeah. much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what happens? Oh, we talked about the time difference over there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, well, I hear a generator, uh, an person on the back. You at work? Yeah, I'm. A, I got a studio in my in my apartment. Oh yeah. Yeah, I made it maybe six or seven years ago when me and my my girl we moved moved in together, and I and I said I, I don't I don't really want to go out to work if I can get up and work at home, and because a lot of times right I want to work if I'm at, if I'm at somebody else's shop or somebody else's building. They won't let me work when I want to, and some yeah. sometimes I have to be in I have to be in a mood, right? Yep. So if I get up like two o'clock in the morning, I said I want to do some work. I just want to start working, right? You know. And so me and her talk, and she let me say, say, hey, you know, just be, be your thing. And I got it built, man, and, and this and this works really good. Everything is like nice. I like it. Perfect. Yeah, your space. Your space. Say again. That, that- that's it. That's it. My my little man cave, in a sense. Yeah, I uh, I haven't painted at home since forever. But when COVID hit, I did set yeah. up a little station up in my 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 space. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I painted a couple of shirts here. Yeah. And for the first time in years. Yeah, but I do that all the time now. It feels it, 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 it feels it, awkward. It does, yeah. Not for me. It feels awkward for me. Yeah, I feel real comfortable for me. I love it. Now, when I had my red truck, I would I would walk out and sit inside of it. Now, I'll, if I had to paint something, I would do it in my truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 in the process. 
I tell you what, when I come when I come to the states, uh, hopefully next year, I'm gonna deck me out a van that I can live in and work in. And I'm gonna travel to every every one of y'all spot, <laughs> bro. That's what I wanna do. I'm serious. I, I've got serious. this bug so bad because I did the math. Yeah. For the cost it would take to remodel a school bus into what they call a schoolie, and then nah, man, also hook up a trailer to it with all my yeah, stuff. Yeah, man. But you now, dude. All you need rent. is a van, man. All you need is a van, a small Chevy van. That's all you need, and you bro, can take it out. Where listen, you have the bed in it, refrigerator in it, I, I, I don't think in it, that would work. Everything. I gotta. Okay, first of all, I got a friend. Okay, second of uh -huh. all, <laughs> I got a thirty-foot trailer, bro. Wow. Thirty-foot yeah. trailer, and that's not counting the tongue. Okay, that's a, it's a beast. You got a big ass. You got, you got a big ass trailer. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you and you and use you still use that now? Uh, I need to get it back out there. COVID kind of slow. COVID screwed me over big time, man. Uh, yeah, I had an F three fifty ready to roll with it. When I was going down the street, when I was going down yeah. the highway with this thing, yeah. semis moved out of my way. Okay, <laughs> semis got out of my way because they knew. Okay, he's hauling something for real. Wow. Uh, but crazy. then COVID hit, and I had a, I just got my my truck fixed. Right. And because COVID hit, I had sold my first truck, which was paid for. That was dumb. Right. And uh, so I had to sell sell the truck because I couldn't make payments on something if I wasn't making money. Yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, though, the, like I said, the trailer and stuff that you guys cool. But I'm telling you, you can you can maximize a, a working space and a living space within a van by itself, and you can work anywhere, do anything really with it, and you just pop open the door and you're ready to do business. Yeah, the things they yeah, got now a, because the things they got now, like like most people, like you need a generator, right? And all those kind of stuff, that. right? <laughs> no, hey, but you only need a generator. They got them. I'll send you. I send. I'll send it to you, Chris and New Ralph. I send you to my company that I work part time for. It's a solar power company, yeah. so we sell portable power supplies, and you use solar power to to build up power. For it. Yeah. That means that means you don't need any gas for it. You don't need anything else but the sun. Yeah. You set it up I had, where uh, the solar mm. I had I had a uh, batteries and a power inverter in my truck that would run the inside of my truck. The TVs, the air compressor, and, right. and everything in my truck. I ran it off of batteries with a power inverter. But I did yeah, have but, a solar panel thing that I was gonna have to keep charging the batteries up. Right, right. But this this is a bit different, and because there's a newer model that just came out, this company called Blue Eddy. B L U E T T I. They sell a a monster, uh, portable power supply, that can power up to seventeen different things at one time. Hmm. So wow. you're talking about. You're talking about your TV, your radio refrigerator, you know, your power tools, uh, your compressor, everything, right? And it's, a, it's oh, only 60, I saw it's, it's only 60 pounds, 60 kilograms, I'm sorry, 60 kilograms. And it's portable. And then you can stack it with other attachments to add, to add more power. Yeah, I'm looking at so, it right now, yeah. And, and yeah. not very expensive either. No, I'm telling you. It, 
it will pay for itself within a month or so. What's it called again? Hold on, I'll put it in the right now. All right. Yeah, yeah, that's three hundred bucks. But you might you might be looking at a small one because this 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 one I'm talking about costs uh, about two thousand five hundred dollars. Here's a eight hundred watt, seven hundred sixteen five twenty nine. No, no, no. This one is two thousand watts. This is two thousand watts. The model number is a SG SG two thousand, or you could be an EB two hundred. Check it out. Yeah, I would check it out. And you'll see the difference it makes uh, when when you want to become mobile. You know, coming mobile is a thing now. Besides COVID, right? If you on if you're not online and you're able to move move about easily with with a compact system, a compact setup, then you're you're able to constantly make money in any given time. Well, online or in person. Y'all still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm waiting for. But check it out, check it out. If you need any more info, yeah. If you need any more info, just let me know. Hey, Hey, well, I appreciate your time, Bill. I know you got some work to do, and I don't want to hold you up. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm, I'm just relaxed. I'm chilling. Like I said, I'm in my. I ain't got nowhere to go. (laughs) (laughs) But if you got something to do, it's all all good too. So we good. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta move around. I got. I got some other stuff I got to do. I got to draw your character because I normally post these on Sundays, but as soon as right. I have it uh, edited and ready to go, I'll send you the yep. first copy so you, so you can check it out. Then, uh, All right, I'll, sweet, I'll post sweet. It. All right, brother. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. I uh, appreciate your time, Bill. Thanks for uh, getting no, on No here sweat, man. Y'all, y'all take it hey, easy. Hey, Bill, I'll, I'll, look, I'll, I'll look you up in a minute, man. Okay, bet. All right. All right thanks a lot. Later. All right, later, fellas. Later. All right, bye. Air Graphic Podcast is a production of Air Graphics Airbrushing. It's written and hosted by me, fellow airbrusher, Ralph Kelly. If you want to see any of my work, check out my website, www.airgraphics1.com, or my Facebook, Ralph Kelly. Thanks for listening.